Hey, 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 everyone. It's your girl, host, founder of Serious Self-Care Podcast, E. And I'm thankful to be back with you guys today. I'm so excited to talk about this topic. I wanted to share this topic with you guys because it's so funny and ironic to me. Um, this has been weeks in the making, actually, and I'm, I'm so sorry for the delay, but what prompted me to want to talk about this is the whole Keisha Cole versus Ashanti battle. And I know a lot of guys, people are like, uh, uh, I, I happen to used to be a big fan of Keisha Cole. I've actually met her in person uh, back in my uh, hotel uh, working days at the Marriott. Shout out to Marriott. I've really enjoyed that job. Um, but I wanted to talk about character. And... I really wanted to talk about that because I think, <laughs> well, I know I was like tight now because listen, first of all, the versus battle was in the middle of the week. I don't know what, what it, I, I guess they think because because we off, you know, celebrities think that because they off, we off team, but that's not even the case. Like I had school, I had worked all day. I was like, get this battle going. It's bad enough. I'm halfway listening to my teacher. Because I'm over here trying to sneak and listen to this. And class ended at 10 o'clock. And they had, what, not just started or whatever. And I was like, well, man. Like, first of all, they tripping. And I do understand. I mean, let me be let me be candid and saying and frank and saying that. I do understand that Keisha Cole was ready each and every time. That it was time to go ahead and do the versus battle, you know. She's ready, and Chauncey got COVID. Um, so I, I understand from that perspective. So I, I don't want to take anything away from her and in, in reference to her being ready and able and willing to participate, um, beforehand. But it's, it says so much about character and. I really wanted, I mean, because even in our frustrations, we we can learn to be professional and handle things in a, in a certain manner. Now, um, with her, I really didn't like her attitude when she came out. I was like, what in the, first of all, this is your audience. Now, here you go, she ain't been popping in a while. So in my mind, I'm one of those people that I'm like, listen, Corner the market says people are waiting to hear your old music. You can slide in a new single, you know. In my mind, I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna bring Keisha back. Like, come on, Keisha Cole, we about to bring you back, sis. It's about to be your move. But I think a lot of times people don't realize that in certain moments, you can fumble your career, your lifestyle. Because uh, I wanted to talk about, initially I wanted to talk about character versus talent. Because your character will bring you further than your talent. Hear me clear. Some of the most talented, wonderful, beautiful artists are not popping. And I'm saying artists because I, I'm an art junkie. I'm, I'm into cultural art. So I'm talking about theater. I'm talking about Arts. I'm talking about writing. I'm talking about screenplays. I'm I'm talking about culture, art culture as a whole, and not only just 
art culture. I'm, I, I wanted to talk about that because that's the preference that I'm the reference that I'm using as far as Keisha Cole. But there are some multi talented people who, because of their attitude, it will not bring them to fruitation with their craft. And I feel like each talent and gift that we have is God given. I feel like each, because y'all know I'm a Christian, so you know I got to bring it back to God. Like, I feel like everything that's in us, everything that we have in us, our gifts, our culture, like everything can be stirred up in the right way and lead us to our God-given purpose. And I feel like a lot of people have God-given ordained purposes in their lives that they will never get to see because of their character attitude. And the whole situation with Keisha Cole, I was just like, you know, she going to capitalize on that because at this moment, there are millions of people who are waiting, watching people are, I don't know who need to hear this. <laughs> going back to that today. I don't know who need to hear this, but there are some people who are watching you. They are watching you. Listen, listen to me clearly. They are watching you. Your behavior, your character, your attitude. And, and, and I talk about that a lot because, like I say, I don't come out of a box the way that I am. These things take time. So be, be gentle with yourself. However, you don't know who's watching you. And... With the situation with Keisha Cole, she knew who was watching her. And I feel like she fumbled what could have been a great comeback for her career. And because her attitude sucked. And it made me so mad because I'm like, who don't know? Who do, who do not know that that could be gets get time to really rekindle what you're passionate about? Because listen, you can be... I, I see passionate people every day, all the time, who have this, and I'm like, oh my goodness, you can take this so much further. You can be so much greater, but are lazy, inconsistent, don't follow up diligently, added, like I said, attitude sucks, and I worry that the potential, especially in black people, and I, and I, you know, you know how I feel about us. Black people, as a whole, as a culture, I feel like we are some of the most talented, creative. Oh my goodness! Everything flows through us and into everything else. Let me be clear. So I feel like, in knowing that, and in watching some of us waste it potential and i'm not just saying because hear me clear just because you're talented and gifted if you don't service your community if you don't put that back into the atmosphere if you don't give back you are going to be like stagnant you're going to be that way and with Keisha cole you know given her history her family trauma history listen we watched all that on food okay because that was my favorite reality tv show i don't watch reality tv like that anymore um, mostly I watch like parodies of people making fun of it because I think it's hilarious. But um 
So we know she comes back. Her background is from a drug, drug addicted mom who is still off and on the wagon. And so I'm not, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I'm saying that in all of her success, she could overcome these obstacles, even by leaving family behind. And you know, we talked about that last time about toxic family. And I was so disappointed because you know, you know some people you want them to win. Like my biggest, my my biggest, 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 fit, most like favorite artist of all time is Whitney Houston. Okay, and I I, I fight you about Nippy. Don't play with me. Um, she was one of those people we wanted to win. You know, like no matter how much she fell off, popped up, all the wild stuff that we saw about her, we wanted. Whitney to win, and I feel like in in the future cold sense, I'm, I'm not putting her with Nikki. Let's let's not do that. But what I'm saying is, because we know her background, and a lot of people we know their background, so we want them to win. Like, um, I always go back to my kids' golf ball because he's one of my biggest supporters, and you know sometimes people say they want you to win. And you don't recognize those those things in them. You see what I'm saying? And I mean that as people will say with their mouth they want you to win. But in their actions, it's completely different. And hear me clear. I've had family like that all of my life. Who say out of their mouth and they know my background and they know my history. And I'm going to get into that this year too, guys. I wanna, I'm, I'm going to talk about some, some things my background, my story, because I want people to truly understand why I talk about the topics that I talk about. But with my kid's godfather, when he said he want me to win and he want things to be great for his god kids and he want to see me flourish, I believe that. He show it in the way he walk. He show it in the way he talk. He show it in the way he handle things with me and my children. And he's only the godfather of two of my children, but I have two other children and he handles them the same way. And that's a blessing because a lot of people don't have that, that, that need, that drive that people want you to win and you believe it. And there are a lot of other people, let's be clear, there's a lot of other people in my life who are not family, to be frank, who are not family, who are considered outside of that scope but who are really family to me, who I have intimate relationship with, who I honestly and truly believe they want me to win. And with Keisha Cole, I'm, I, like, I feel like I want her to win. And that's, I was like, girl, you blew it. I was like, what? I was so turned off. I was like, how do you not know when it's your moment? And then I think about that Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> He was Angela. <laughs> Listen, why did I get married? One of my favorite movies. I like to watch it laugh. I like to watch it learn a little bit. Cause listen, like I said, my very first episode with Tyler Perry, he drops gems. And regardless of what people think, feel, and or believe about him, I believe that his character, how he is as a person, reflects in his work, and that's why we can we consistently see him winning. Saying breaking down barriers, uh, creating legacy history for black people. Um, so I always think about the whole thing with Angela and um, Marcus. And he's like, 
y'all black women are so used to losing. I don't know when y'all won. And I was like, every time I hear that, I be like, go off, Marcus. Because it's so true. We are so used to losing as black women. And, I, and sometimes and I have to say that black women are so used to losing that we don't relish in the fact that we've won. We don't take that time to really recognize and relate to the fact that we've won. We've accomplished something. We've broken down a barrier. We've shout out to Kamala. Am I saying that right? Shout out to Kamala Harris. Okay. We won. We need to relish in that moment. Chucks and pearls all day. Um, and I started following her on Instagram and her background, her story made me fall in love with her more because I'm not really big into politics. Um, I'm not really big into politics with I'm going to let it drive me crazy because I, I know that none of us are in control of anything when it comes to this world. It just only seems that way. But I really, really, I always look at back, back history, back story, and I love to see us overcome and win. And with that Keisha Cole situation, I was appalled. Not to say that she can't come back from that. It's just that black women, black women are allowed to have a moment. And people are like, you know, maybe something was going on in the system, such, 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 such. But I feel like with us pulling up from our boots, pulling ourselves up from our bootstraps, not saying we got to be strong women all the time because I'm tired of that black, strong black woman narrative. And I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> I'm printing out t-shirts. I will be selling them through my Seriously Self-Care podcast because that's one of my number one quotes. I'm sick and tired of the strong black woman narrative. However, um, in certain situations, in certain audiences, we have to be. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I feel like giving yourself time to have a moment is okay. I feel like two, three hours is a bit much. <laughs> Battle started at like 1030. It's supposed to start at eight. You know what I'm saying? Like that right there is unprofessional. Like people, people put time and money and invested. Listen, putting time, money and invested in me and believing in me and my brand, who I am as a person. I don't take these things for granted. That's any bit of support. That's anybody listening. So, I was riled up about it a little bit and I don't like to rag on my black women because I feel like we always need to be empowered. We always need to lift them up. So I didn't go on social media and bash her. I laughed at the memes and things like that, but I wanted to talk about it on my podcast where I feel like this is a safe place for us. You feel me? And I honestly feel like character was the biggest thing for me because Ashanti handled things a little bit different with some little bit with a little bit of grace. Like I know people are saying, like, hey, I don't I don't like to compare black women against each other. I feel like black women should be uplifted. I feel like we are our own individual persons all by ourselves. But even if I feel like even if Ashanti next single suck, guess what? The opportunity she mastered the ability to be professional, handle her business, handle things with grace, handle things with a different type of 
you know, a different type of vibe. You feel me? And that's so important. And before I want to get into, because I want to talk about the six pillars of character. And before I get into that, I wanted to give a little backdrop story that has really shown me that over the last year or so, my character had been showing and reflecting and people were taking notice and I did not notice and I did not recognize that. And it's fine because sometimes you're not going to. That's a part of integrity, having the same personality, character traits behind someone back and in their face. You know, you know, not flip-flopping. Your character is who you are. Reputation is, you know, eh, is up in the air. Um, but I had got demoted in my job. Now, hear me clear. I was suffering. <laughs> I was suffering in my position. It was really, really difficult. Um, I struggle a lot with organization, and I'm and, that's, and I'm not even gonna say that they were wrong for demoting me. Let me be clear. Part of character is taking responsibility, and that's one of the pillars of the six pillars of character. And I say full responsibility acknowledge the fact that I was suffering and I wish that someone had pulled me to the side and offered me the solution of being demoted ahead of time because I felt like I could have come but I could have came back from that. You feel me? Uh, however, I was demoted. But in my demotion, my company handled it with so much grace. And so much kind of carefulness. I felt like it was a little sneaky at first. But once things was presented to me, because listen, everybody not going to tell the same lie Okay? And everybody not going to have the same truth about you. So it amazed me that so many people had the same attitude about me as a person and my character. So when they pulled me to the meeting, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm fine, Lord. <laughs> I got four kids. And I, I admire and I respect the fact that they acknowledge the fact that I had children. And um, I don't know if they, well, I was pregnant at the moment with my youngest daughter. And they pulled me in the room and they said, the supervisors and the leaders, and they said, we talked to a lot of the supervisors here. And one of the biggest things that they said about you, Aaron, was that you are pleasant to work with. You are eager to help out. If someone asks you to do something, it's not a whole lot of huffing, puffing. It's not a whole lot of attitude. It's you, you are willing to get things done. Now, in the job scope, I had some issues, but if they needed me to do something or be somewhere or provide some type of assistance, I've always been that person that they can count on to get it done. And that was so diff that was so hard for me to hear because even though and a lot of times even though we know that we have that those things in us, hearing it, especially in a situation where you're getting the motive, it's like, oh, it's a compliment. It is. You take everything, you take the good with the bad. And I've learned that a lot in my life. You take the good with the bad. And that was one of those situations where I was like, I don't care about getting demoted. 
I am so thankful that people see me because black women feel invisible, you know, but people are always watching. <laughs> and I mean, all the way up to HR, hit the head honcho, um, they really said that people spoke so highly of me as a person, as an employee, as, and listen, I'm not saying you got to put on a farce as an employee, because I'm going to tell you this, like I said, character will take you further than talent. I was in that position without a degree. I was in that position before I got demoted. I was in that position without a degree. I went into that interview room before a friend of mine's and because of my pleasantry, my attitude, my personality that people here saw in my other position, hear me, in my other position before I got promoted, they recognized that I was pleasant. I was forthcoming. I was welcoming. I was willing to assist. These are the things that follow you. And I was in that position for two years and never lost that about me. That's character. I'm not bragging on myself. I'm just trying to get somebody to understand that these things. I know I don't want a reputation of being nasty and arrogant and um, a bully, bossy, rough. I mean, that's that make, that works for some people because they handle their business in other ways. You you feel what I'm saying? Like that character, that scope of them, like their character, they're they're trustworthy, they're loyal, you know. <laughs> they respect people. Like it, it is what it is. But what I'm saying is for me personally, I know that I need a certain type of level with me. And the fact that what they saw in me before I got that position. And two years later, after have, have, having to be demoted, I mean, it is what it is, having to be demoted, they still recognize that I didn't change in my character with that. And to me, the biggest lesson that I took away from that was you can always come back from anything if your character matches who you set out to be because my talent lacked in that area and in a lot of ways I'm a perfectionist when it comes to certain things because I want everything that represents me to represent me so I was hurting in the inside in that position because I knew that it didn't reflect my best self and I wanted to be better but I knew I couldn't handle it and it was a lot. And I, and I thank God for them giving me the opportunity to come back. And even when it was time to come back, my current supervisor that I had got, I got demoted back to, they had a conversation with her and they said, hey, are you willing to have her come back? And she said, she told me flat out and she won't keep it real with me. She was like, listen, I told them I never had any issues with you about it being subordinate or not following directions or whatever. That's major. Because she could have said no. <laughs> you feel me not only did she, did she not say no she also added to what they stated now, how would she know 
how would she know what they were saying about me on a positive level if she didn't experience it herself? My character brought me further than my talent to still be able to have a job, to still be able to afford to pay my bills, to still have a presence and an aura about me and my workplace. Because this is, 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 your character follows you everywhere. Your workplace, the church, the gas station. I mean, everywhere you encounter someone, even if you don't encounter someone, these things follow you. And I try to teach my kids that because listen, I don't want to generate, I definitely don't want anybody to come to me. I don't want the things that I work so hard on me for to be able to give my children a better life and a better lifestyle and more than I had to get lost in translation because I've raised a bunch of children who have, who lack trustworthiness, who lack respect, you know? These six, these six pillars of pillars of character that are defining who they are, shaping them in this moment at the ages that they are. <laughs> like, I got eleven, an eight, a two year old, and 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 a, a six month old. Their character is building, shaping, molding, forming every day, and. I'm going to just be honest. It, 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 it starts at home. And I say that every time because I need people to understand it starts at home. It's not, like Our character is bigger than us. Our character reflects everything around Everything that moves around us. Our character reflects it. And I ain't say reputation. I said our character. Because reputation, people make stuff up. That's why I always tell people I like to judge people for myself. Because I don't care about what your reputation is. A lot of times I won't care. Because I'm huge on don't tell me nothing about nobody and expect me to just go ahead and believe it. I'm not a follower. I'm going to always be a leader. I'm going to lead with integrity. I'm going to lead with my own judgment. So, people's reputation... <laughs> When I meet people, interact with people, and engage with people, and I see who they are. I mean, see who they are. Not what I heard, because that's a reputation. Their character. Then I start making informed decisions about what part, what role they can play in my life. Because I'm going to tell you right now, people who lack good senses of character, they can't stay around me for a while. Because I'm but his with you. Because right is right, wrong is wrong. If I don't like it, if I don't like the attitude, if I, I mean, I'm going to say that because I want to hold people accountable. Accountability matters. So, and I, and I want people to hold me accountable too. So with the six pillars of character, <laughs> uh, the first one, well, I'm just going to read off what they are. Their trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. And with trustworthiness, 
it stays not to deceive. Uh, let me watch, like my sources. So my my source is charactercounts.org. <laughs> uh, so with the first one, trustworthiness, it states don't deceive, cheat, or steal. Build good reputation because reputation do matter. <laughs> I know I like, I know I've been saying you know that's what the people hear, but your reputation matters. It's not your character, but it still matters. You still want to have a good rep. You still want to build on a reputation of having a good reputation matching the moral character. You, you do. I mean, they kind of coexist with each other. Um, keep promises and be loyal. So, I know a lot in every relationship, trust is major. Trust is major. And if I can't trust you, I can't respect you. I can't. I, I, I don't want to put you in no situation where you got to be responsible for me. Like, you see how all the pillars, of, the six pillars of character go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Like, my grandma used to say, if you lie, you'll cheat, you'll steal. <laughs> it's real. Because that's, that's truth. Um, the second one is respect. And it says, treat others with respect and follow the golden rule. Now, I know a lot of people say, treat people how you want to be treated. That is the golden rule. But... I treat people how I would like to be treated and I treat people better than I would treat myself. And a lot of situations, that's just me because sometimes I'm not kind to myself and I'm not gentle to myself and I'm critical of myself. You see what I'm saying? So as that flows, I treat people a little bit better than I would treat myself because sometimes I had a bad day <laughs> and I'm kicking myself. Like when I got demoted, that was a bad day for me. I was kicking myself. It took it took a let me be clear. It took me a couple days to sit down and be like, wait a minute, seek God about this, pray about this, look at all the facts. Okay, it's a blessing in this. Um, be tolerant and accepting of differences, and a lot of times. I know I've spoken on this before. Not everybody is going to feel, act, or believe like you. And that's fine. But be tolerant of people's differences. Because a, a lot of times, differences, people's differences, is going to take you to another level in your life. Because you can learn from people. And I'm, I'm major on learning. I, I, I'm a sponge. Not to say that I'm going to imitate what people did. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is a sponge. My mind sponges things. Things that I need and I know I need or I can have use of. I, I take that on and I, I recognize that, hey, I like this. This taught me something. And I let people know when they taught, teach me something too. Their differences teach me something. Uh, use good manners. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope they out here saying please, thank you, being courteous. You know, I I should hope so. That, I mean, that's good manners. I, it burns me up. My children don't say thank you, and I teach them to say thank you to people. And they, whoo, that's one of the worst things. The 
the good manners. I, I don't like bad manners. That's a reflection of me. That's a reflection of character. And I ain't with it. <laughs> Be considerate of people's feelings. And that's huge for me because taking into consideration people's feelings, I don't think a lot of times people just always want to know how they feel. That's why I say I treat people better than I would treat myself because once I stop acknowledging my own feelings, not saying to ignore my feelings, what I'm saying is stop listening to react to react or having situations where you just responding. But actually be considerate of people's feelings before I say something, before I do something. Like, cause I I constantly tell people once the words are spoken, you cannot take them back. It's in the atmosphere. It's there. Um, that's why a lot of times when I'm upset, I try not to speak. And I'm I'm trying to teach myself that with my children because I've had situations and instances where I had to come back and explain things to my kids, like, hey, I was upset. That's not okay. So I'm learning and growing as a mother to it's a lot, but I'm learning and growing to really try to Be cautious of the words and I'm speaking, especially in anger. Oh, a lot of times when I'm angry, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> not saying nothing because words hurt, kill, and destroy. Um, don't threaten, hit, or hurt anyone. <laughs> Remember, we're talking about respect. You respect people's. Respect people enough not to threaten, hit, or hurt anyone. Listen, that's why I say it. They all go hand in hand. Because once I feel like you disrespected me, I'm going to disrespect you. You see how that go? And especially if my feelings about in a relationship, baby, that don't threaten, hit, hurt anyone go out the window because I want to choose violence. Because one thing, one thing I've always been is you ain't got to play with my feelings. You can tell me the truth. I'm going to eat it. Because it is what it is. I can't change your mind. Because you said it. You see what I'm saying? We can work on something different about me changing that about myself. But you still said it. That's so you believe it. And that's how you felt. Um, But baby, I be wanting to choose violence. I be thinking about my my, my homegirl, Angela. I be thinking about Angela. No, listen, I'm not that, I'm not that woman that wanted I get married. I'm, I'm also of <laughs> the Janet Jackson character. I always want to analyze, so psychoanalyze, give you therapy sessions, you know, thinking like I ain't emotional. You know, we know how that worked out for Janet in the second part of the movie. But, um, I always think about my girl, Angela. Ray choose violence. It's <laughs> in at that dinner table. She knew soon as she said the word. She knew soon as she told Joe Scott's character, your husband cheating on Mike cheating on you, Sheila. I, I just had to let you know. She chose violence. And that's a different form of threat and hit hurt anyone. And, and being considered people's feelings. <sighs> Deal peacefully with anger. I just talked about that. If you know you struggle with your anger, I honestly feel like if you know you struggle with your anger, say that anger management class. Learn how to cope because, listen, anger and rage, 
All of those things leave you blinded. You can't fix or help or adjust your mood yourself. If you're struggling with something internally like anger, listen, take this. don't be above taking an anger management course. Don't be above researching. Don't be above therapy. And praying. But praying ain't going to get it all the time. Sometimes you need to learn techniques. And I'm not just talking about walking away from somebody. Because listen, I had to learn the hard way. Walking away from somebody, you angry and they following you is a whole different... You're choosing violence. It's a whole different ball game. So, peacefully, dealing peacefully with your anger, that's major for me as as I live and breathe 31 years on this earth, y'all. I'm telling you. I'm still learning. I'm still coping. I'm still adapting to that. Because I feel like once I'm on boat, don't you talk to me. <laughs> and that ain't even me dealing with it. That's just a defense. You see what I'm saying? Dealing peacefully with anger, insults, and disagreements. We all learn it, right? We all working. <laughs> we all getting in. <laughs> Why am I laughing so hard? But listen, it's real. It's truth. It's truth there. It's truth there. Responsibility. Major. Do what you're supposed to do. I think I tell my kids this often. Do what you're supposed to do. Because that's your responsibility. And And do what you're supposed to do without people looking, without people paying attention. Just... Following, that's just integrity. That's a part of integrity. And I'm, t- I'm going to give you the definition of integrity. But doing what you're supposed to do. Just being responsible. Um, I know a lot of people, like a lot of situations, like with my mother and people around me, like irresponsibility when it comes to finances. I struggle, I suffer. But my biggest fear is being homeless with my children. Like, that's my biggest fear. House hopping. And I think that drives me to pay the rent. That drives me to pay the bills to get assistance if I need help. Like, these things drive me because those, the history of being irresponsible. Responsibility is huge in handling finances and handling the things that you need to handle. And I am not a big fan of in certain situations letting things go by the wayside. I, I try to do what I'm supposed to do. Um, and plan ahead. Plan ahead is the second um, bulletin point. Bullet point. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. I feel like us as black people, we need to plan ahead. I feel like Planning ahead will save us. Save us as a generation. Save us as a culture. Plan ahead. I'm 31. I got four children. I can't afford to not plan ahead. And that has become a part of my character. That has become a driving force in me. Now, I didn't didn't start out like that. If you don't have a lot, you can't give a lot. And in my situation... And save a lot, you know. But 
planning ahead goes a long way. Be diligent. I say that all the time. Be diligent. Be consistent. Be diligent. That's the part of being responsible. Being diligent. Being thorough. Following through. Persevere. <laughs> Why is that such a big deal? Because we can't afford to not persevere. I tell people all the time, like, it's okay to have a person. It's okay to have a self-care person that you go to and you cry. And that strong black narrative, you taking it off your back, you removing the cape. But we got to move forward. And persevering is major. That's a huge thing that we require of ourselves. Do your best. You self-control. You lack discipline. You lack focus. You lack discipline. Discipline, you lack focus. What it say? The next one says what? Be self-disciplined. You self-control. A lot of situations, I lost control and lost a lot. And we're going to talk about my story. It's, it's, you know, one of the major situations with me when I lost self-control. When I lost self-control and self-discipline, when my temper over through everything and I was pregnant with my daughter and my ex-husband oh baby he took me to the darkest lowest points of my life and I persevered but I I had I had to, I had some hard lessons behind that still dealing with aftermath <sighs> 10 12 years later okay so let's let's be clear Think before you act. Learn leaning into what I just said. Think before you act. You got to. You got to. You got to. You got to. You have to. You have to. You gotta think before you act. You gotta think before you respond. I'm telling you, it saves you. It will save your life. I'm telling you. Be accountable for your words, actions, and attitudes. I don't know who need to hear this, but everything that you do say. Your attitude, everything. Hold yourself accountable for that. That is responsibility. Don't negate. Don't lie. Don't take it back. Don't try to make it seem like it ain't what it ain't. It is what it is. You're going to hold yourself accountable. And you're going to apologize if it if it's the wrong thing. Because a lot of people choke. <gasps> I can't breathe. What? Apologize. <clears throat> it took me a long time to learn. But listen, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It ain't going to change nothing. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Be accountable for your words, actions, and attitudes. Period. Make healthy choices. Make healthy choices for yourself, for your family. It, it's it's going to carry you a long way. Fairness. Whew. Fair. Play by the rules. What? And play by the rules. We make the rules. Okay. Do you? Sometimes you gotta play play the game. I had to tell an ex-friend of mine that in the workplace. This is politics. Office politics, church politics, politics everywhere you go. Play the game. And I'm not saying play the game like put up a farce because you're going to have to work on yourself. 
Because if you don't know how to work on yourself and your attitude, <laughs> everything that you are is going to expose over time. But play the game. It's politics. Because eventually, playing the game, especially playing the game of having a good attitude, good moral character, eventually something going to rub off on you. Eventually, you're going to take notice in the fact that, hey, Either I'm going to stop acting or I'm going to actually be a bit more character to add it to you. You feel me? Take turns and share. <laughs> this sounds so childish, but take turns and share, y'all. Take turns and share. It's okay to get somebody to like. It's okay. It don't damn you. It's okay to allow people to be. And that's what I took from that. Take turns and share. It's okay to give the light to somebody else. It's okay to give people their flowers. It's okay. Us as black women especially, it's okay to compliment each other. It's okay to say, I see you working hard. It's okay because people need to hear that. <sighs> Be open-minded and listen to others. Um, Listen. You can't go nowhere with, with this closed state of mind because everything is changing. And I'm not saying you have to adapt everything that people feel and or believe. What I'm saying is an open mind will get you further than a closed one. You don't have to compromise your moral morals and principles and values and stay in and in, in, in feel like that's being overminded. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you can still be who you are and reign in who you are as a person and still feel free to be open-minded about things when it comes to others. Don't take advantage of others. I feel like that's self-explanatory. I just, it just blows my mind. The level of get over that people have. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be clear. Any people who feel like they want to take advantage of me and get over you won, <laughs> but you lost. <laughs> That's one of my biggest, like people, I've been taking advantage of a lot because I have just, I have this, like, I have this kind spirit and this gentleness and this willingness about me to adapt and be and, you know, grow and learn when it comes to others. And people be like, hit a lick, you know, if you see a sucker lick it kind of thing. And so, in turn, and a lot of people, they have the attitude because they never had anybody be gentle, kind, want to be there for them, want them to win. And in turn, they blow it. Like you might win some, but you just lost one. Because once I see that I can't be that for you, I'm out. Don't ever be in a situation where the bridge got burnt on both sides. Because <laughs> I can burn a bridge that leads to you, but it's different where different where I burn the whole bridge down. Ain't no entering, ain't no coming back, ain't no standing on the other side yelling. Hello, can you come over? No, whole bridge gone, bridge bridge gone. And that's just a part of healthy boundaries with yourself with toxic individuals. Talked about this boundaries. Don't blame others carelessly. Whoo. You know how many times I wanted to be a victim? 
and blame others without no regard of the part and role that I played in it. And I see this so much. And I'm trying to break that generational curse. I try to teach that to my children because carelessly blaming people without noticing and acknowledging the role that you play in certain situations because everybody has a role. It will lead to <laughs> destruction. Treat people fairly. Be fair with people. Listen, I told people I'm I, why I'm starting a business. I just want to promote my business for my babies. I'm starting Seasons Change Clothing, LLC. <sighs> Two young CEOs, Autumn and Summer, my children. Check us out on Facebook, Seasons Change. Check us out on Instagram, Seasons and um, Seasons with a Z underscore change one. Follow us on Instagram. But uh, um, I tell people all the time when I started this business, I didn't want to triple, quadruple the, the profit margins. I want to treat people fairly. I want to treat people how I would want to be treated when I purchase an item. A lot of people don't get that. they like, money, 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 money. Listen to me. Character versus talent. I, I promise you, your character is going to bring you into financial stability and a comfortable place. I promise you. Quote me on it. It will. It will. Um, the next one is caring. And, you know, people, they feel like, I don't care about nobody. I don't care about nothing. Okay. That's the bitterness in your spirit. Need to let it go. That's a whole different topic. And we'll talk about that soon, too. Bitterness. A wounded, a wounded spirit. We're going to talk about that. Um, be kind. Cost you nothing. Nothing. To be kind to someone. You know, I'm not, I hate that you never know what a person going through. But what they going through, be kind. You will never know what people going through unless they tell you, be kind. That's it. Now you never know what a person going through. That's like, that's like prompting people. I feel like to encourage people to be kind. No one needs to encourage you to be kind. Kindness should flow freely in you. The kindness. Be compassionate and show you care. Please be compassionate to others, people, and show that you care. Because I, I promise you, it don't, don't cost you nothing to show that you care. A little trinket, just let somebody know you thought about them. Like, it don't have to be a lie. People remember. You know how many people can tell you a story of how they felt like per a person showed they cared? I feel like in marriage, people remember, and husband and wives remember every time their spouse felt like they showed that they cared. Like they keep school almost. Maybe it's subconsciously, maybe it's consciously, but for the most part, show that you care. The rewards are greater. So empathy. Oh, I hate a person who like empathy. Like, jeez. Jeez. Not to say that I'm always empathetic, but I, 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 my biggest struggle for me, I talk to my therapist about this all the time, is that I am awfully showing empathy for others. And I feel like 
people don't acknowledge the fact that I need an empathetic moment and I need people to have empathy for me because of that strong black woman narrative. We talked about this in therapy on Wednesday. <laughs> it was a necessary conversation, but express gratitude. Listen, it's nothing like showing that you're grateful. Oh, gratefulness. Grateful, grateful. <laughs> Let me not start singing, y'all, but I'm telling you, gratefulness goes a long way. And I, ooh, that's one of my biggest pet peeves with my children. Gratefulness, because that is something that has to just be in you. I can teach it. I can drag you to it. I can tell you all about it. But gratefulness, being grateful in, in, in any situation, that's a heart check. That's a spirit check. That's a character check. Forgive others and show mercy. Listen, a lot of times, I'm trying to tell you a lot of times, you cross me, you cross me, you cross me, what mercy? I'm ruthless. I drive to the pit, pits of hell. I know. I know me. I know my flaws. It, it And it takes a while. And I am a forgiving person. But if I personally feel like I can't forgive certain things, I drag you to hell. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. And I'm not even talking about revenge. I'm just talking about you never get to be in anything close to remotely near me. That's just, that's always been who I am. And I am trying to get out of that habit because unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expect other person to die. I don't want to poison me no more. This is some things in me that I'm having a hard time dealing with. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is a... It's major, okay? Help people in need. Cost you nothing. Sometimes it might. But help people in need. I mean, use, use wisdom. But if you see something that a person lacks... You see where a person, I think that's my biggest thing that when I remarry, I really want my husband to, if he see that I lack in something, I want him to tell me, teach me, show me. Because telling me and not cultivating that in me, not giving me a new direction to go, because some people don't know. I feel like that's one of the biggest things that I pray God have a husband who is patient, not super patient. We're like, oh, all right, now you're going to get it. But patient enough to be like, listen, this is how it should be. This is where I see that you are lacking. I, I, I want you flawless. I'm realistic. Not, I'm not saying perfect. I'm just saying that skills and tools that I need to run my household or my family, I want them to Love me into it. Be gentle. Be kind. Be compassionate. Like, whoo! Talking about a compassionate man. I mean, oh my goodness. A kind man, a gentle man, responsive. Oh, Lord. It's something about it. Listen. Leading with love. All right, that was just a sample. It's close to Valentine's Day, y'all. <laughs> be charitable cost you nothing citizenship is the last one it says do you your share to make your home school community better and i keep telling y'all i ain't gonna stop saying it we are the community 
Citizenship is major to me. Home, school, community, better. Make it better. Do your part. It, stop looking at what everybody else is doing. I hate that. Okay, so what are you doing? People always talk about politicians and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We need to do our part. If everybody was doing their part, it wouldn't be room for error. It wouldn't be room for judgment. We're doing everything in our ability. And then if we're doing our part and we see that others need to be brought to that standard, and it's called accountability. It's called responsibility. It's just a community. Pull them up. Okay? Pull them up. Jeez, it costs you nothing. <sighs> Cooperate. Get involved in community affairs. I don't know who need to hear this, but if it's your community, it's your problem. Next, stay informed, vote. Listen, I ain't got time to go into the whole story about voting, but I tell you one thing. I tell you, I tell you this. Please, 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 please vote, people. Ooh, please vote. Not only do you need to vote, but so much history, legacy of black people behind that. I just can't lay down and afford to be like, I don't care. Grow up. I don't, need to, I don't know who need to hear this, but grow up. Stop. And think. It ain't about you. Even if you're not voting for yourself and you don't believe in what they practice or believe, listen, this is so much, is you part of something way bigger? That's like one of my favorite Beyonce songs. Like, I'm in love with the Spirit album. You're part of something way bigger. Way bigger than how you feel. Voting is a privilege, a responsibility, a due diligence for yourself. Obey laws and rules. Self-explanatory. Please obey laws and rules. Come on now. Can't break the law and expect the law to be a source of refuge for you if you're doing wrong. Duh. Respect authority. I'm just saying that. I'm a long way when it comes to respecting authority. Because I don't like to be told what to do. And I don't like to be bossed around, babe. I don't like it. I don't like to be told what to do. And I don't like to be bossed around. I'm not. I'm, I'm not that girl. Not that girl. But you can't tell now. Guess why? Guess why? Because I worked on me. Respecting authority. I have a hard time respecting men. I'm going to just be. I'm going to be real. Which leads me into a lot of situations. Because I feel like the respect, man, you got something to respect. You can't get my respect just off of being who you are. I need a reason behind it. But in any situation, any thought process, I'm, I'm learning and growing. And so I'm learning and growing to respect authority. Protect the environment. It's our environment. We mess up the earth. We ain't gonna get an earth too. I mean, you know, I watch a lot of cartoons and stuff. Earth two, earth three, earth four. Come on, let's just respect what we got right here. Okay? It don't cost us nothing. Volunteer. I volunteer. 
I'm not into a lot of organizations, but I would love to be into more. And I am going to, that's one of my goals for myself to volunteer more, to give my more of myself and more of my talents and more of the things that I feel like I can give the world to others, especially others who are in less fortunate positions than me. Um, so I'm going to end with integrity. <laughs> The definition of integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. Integrity and character for me go hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but let's spend some time this year working on our character. Let's Let's spend some time changing the narrative. Let's spend some time doing it. Listen, we're in February already. We're in the middle of a global global pandemic. Things are like not letting up. The world is changing. Do your part to help the world by changing you and working on you and self-love and self-care. Which I'm going to be doing something a little bit different next week. I'm going to be hosting my first virtual event for Thirsty Self-Care Podcast. Um, Valentine's Day, we're going to be doing vision boards. It's, it's going to be self-love is the best love. I'm going to play that song in the background. <laughs> See you on Taylor. Um, self-love is the best love. And I really am hoping for a great event, a great turnout. Not just ladies, men too. Men have vision boards or where they see themselves and self-love and developing how to learn to love themselves and be better to themselves and treat themselves. And we can work on short-term or long-term goals. Okay. I'll be giving away to get two prizes. Um, this is going to be an hour massage and a facial. Second gift will be a facial or manicure. Um, just a little something to give back to my participants. And I just wanted to say that I really appreciate you guys. And I really appreciate your patience. Um, and thank you for listening to Seriously South Podcast. And I am 